0: Everybody, welcome to Making a Geek. I am Damien DiCarlo. I am joined with Avital Stone. Hey, Avital. Hey. Hey. Oh. Hey. Hello. No. I'm also introducing here a brand new co-host to this. There is just no. <gasps> there is just no preparing this guy. He's awesome, James Creviston, Welcome.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hey, James. How's it going, Avital? Good to good to be here with you guys
0: absolutely be dude i am so so happy to be with you we've been through already so much in the last couple of weeks of what we've done but um let's get started with like a little bit of what the topic of the shows always are about which is geeking out of something on something in this case i'd like to geek out with you and as well as avatar as to what 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 it is that you like who you are and tell us a little bit about how you're gonna mix and do this whole thing with us
1: Sure, I uh, I am mostly a stand-up comedian and comedy writer. That's my that's my where my money comes from. Um, that's that's how I make those ducats. But uh, I am a big nerd, mainly in the comic book realm, in movies, and I also like this little game that's kind of popular out there called Magic the Gathering. I'm not sure if you guys have heard of that. Well, oh, have for heard nerds. of it. In the past. <laughs> yeah, it is it's a very nerdy thing. Actually, if you could see my desk, it's like where my where my other work is, and then it's magic cards like stacked up like everywhere and stuff. So um, and then I have a pretty extensive comic book collection. So uh, mostly grew up on image comics and Marvel comics, a little bit of DC. Um, So I am familiar. I'm also familiar with like Valiant and some of the other Malibu comics, which no longer exists anymore, but was around back in the day. Um, So that was my that's what I do. And I absolutely love the fact that there is uh, you guys get to talk about pop culture and all that kind of stuff.
0: Um, James, are you more of a Marvel guy or a
1: DC guy? Uh, When it comes to movies, Marvel.
2: Oh, my God, no doubt.
1: Yeah, yeah, the MCU rules no matter what. Yeah. Um, probably with comics, I'm 50/50 cuz I like there's a lot of stuff that I like from DC like Batman and the Lanterns, not Green Lantern. Lantern. But like, yeah, but all but like all the Lanterns. I love that there are so many of them. I was like dark, Darkest kinds. Night
2: was my go-to. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right? And then, you know, Batman's really been stepping up their game. Uh they did the, the White Knight series which was amazing. Um, I've never been a Superman fan. I always feel like that's the most overpowered. It's like, do we need, what does Superman need to do to save the world this time? Oh, now he can breathe can ice. I, now he can do this. Go ahead, no, come on.
2: Damien, like, you found yeah. someone that agrees with me. <laughs> you are the first person that without prompting from me has said that he doesn't like Superman. I can't stand Superman except for one iteration. Wait a, a minute, wait, wait a minute wait a minute let, let,
0: let's get Chris, something Chris straight Reeves? here let's get no. something straight oh, okay. look red at sun. where, look avatar look where i'm at right now oh red sun do yes. i look like i, I like superman <laughs>
2: <laughs> red <laughs> sun is the only iteration of any superman comic that i found to be passable and that one was actually fantastic yo
1: no that was a good that's actually a great one i i'm 100 with you on that one yeah that's but apart
2: good. from that superman's like oh wow the yellow sun gives you power great so you can beat us all just because of the sun yeah. So get a tan.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> I, what I love, what I love, why I love Batman, and also this is probably why I'm also like a big Punisher fan for the for the MCU or for, for Marvel, is that they're just men who yeah. try to outthink and beat everybody, right? Like I was just, I just saw a panel the other day, someone posted of a new issue of, I think it's like Justice League or something. And Cyborg is like, ah, oh, you're, I'm infected with a virus. How'd that happen? I just updated his stuff. And then he like goes back through his code. And he's like, you, to Batman, he's like, you put a virus in me the day you met me. Like, what the heck is wrong with you? And everyone's mad at Batman. It's like, no, Batman needs to be able to defeat anyone at any time. So he's a thousand steps ahead of every single one of you. And there is a comic where Batman talks, tells uh, the Justice League that he has a way to defeat every single one of them. Like, and they're all mad at him. Like, why would you do that? Like, well, Superman's been taken over by people before. You've all had mind things happen to you. You know, like, why would I not be prepared? You know, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, Batman to me, and I know Damien will agree because um you want to show everyone your arm?
0: Oh, you mean this thing. For those okay. that aren't seeing the YouTube, I have a, what is a very beautiful he, batman tattoo in Bat my arm. signal
2: batman <laughs> yeah. tattoo he got it for his birthday well sure done. Sure did Sure did <laughs> i just love that batman i know you can make the argument like oh he's just a rich guy He can just buy all his power ta- whatever but he's self-made as well he right. took what he had and he went i'm gonna use this to help people and i'm not just gonna donate all my money to everyone because that's what everyone else does that's like People think Elon Musk is an okay dude, but he's not. That is a thing. You're anyway, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, he, and he creates a way for him to genuinely from the ground help people. And that's, I mean, you talked about this in your psychology episode um, right. that I was not a part of. What was I doing that day?
0: <laughs> Something better probably than, than talking to those geeks. I
2: don't know. That was a great episode.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, the the thing with Batman, as long as as well as uh, Punisher, like you brought up, James, are self-sufficient people that there's a certain madness that drives them to (laughs) not require any superpowers. They they do what they do out of just, I don't know, strictly
2: human level
0: on a human level but it's almost like the umph degree with the, in the heat of passion so to speak you know it's just like they're ready to just do what they have to like the almost like that story that you'll hear of someone rescuing their infant daughter that's about to get run over by a car and the mom can magically lift the car for a second it's like that inertia and that like passion for you know doing something that drives them and it's kind of an exaggerated way of seeing it but i just meant to say that these people can have a different ability that other heroes don't and especially Batman being extremely about you know his wits and his uh, basically just as an intellect um Superman I mean being an alien okay I I get that I get that he's an alien but there's there's no humanity in him really not really so
2: is John Jones and he is infinitely better than any Superman
0: (laughs) yeah well he's a lot smarter
2: (laughs) a lot smarter and he's green
0: and he's well, green, which and helps. We, and,
1: and, Avatar, you mentioned like being a billionaire philanthropist type thing. Like the MCU or the Marvel has that with Iron Man, and he's yeah. not the same as Batman. He no. d- he goes the complete opposite way of where everything is about him, and he only uses his money to enrich himself or to be, you know, cocky and brash. And but think then he that has that alter
2: God. ego where he helps people.
1: He does sometimes, but it's <laughs> usually usually out of his out of own his own self.
2: That's why selfishly. Robert Downey Jr. was such a good choice. Oh no, he's choice. perfect.
1: He's perfect, exactly. Well, I—I I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was was an alcoholic. He did fall into a lot of the same traps as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Like all the things that happened to Tony Stark, with the exception of becoming Iron Man, actually happened. And then
2: being ben an Jr. actual like two hundred something IQ genius.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> there's—I mean, there's a lot there. I—I I really think that that comic book that when heroes work well in comic books or in stories it's when they're relatable when they're not relatable yeah. then you you lose people and i get that there are people that are big giant superman fans and it's like oh well, yeah yeah it's like yeah that's great you you follow the guy who could beat up everyone yeah. what's why what's the point now like you never have to see him struggle what's the, what's superman's struggle someone has a piece of kryptonite so he's a little weak now okay great like yeah. i will
2: say they're <laughs> There's one more iteration of Superman that I actually did like. Not because it was great Superman wise. It was just a fun like show to watch, but like Smallville.
1: Hmm. But they didn't make him Superman until like exactly. the last season. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: And I think
0: that and the the Smallville show, which funny enough, I just met um uh John Glover over at yeah, Comic Con. Cool. But that was that was pretty cool. We'll get into that in a bit, but um, that's really but cool. <laughs> going into like what Smallville did, that that created this whole plateau of now. Okay, so super, there's a there is they're trying to humanize Superman, but not really yeah. Superman. It's it's uh, Clark, Kent. Clark Kent. So, and I liked the way
2: they did it because it was it was very much in the role of like the '90s teen drama. Exactly. Where everyone was like, because yeah. it was that time. But it was also like it was fun to watch. It they brought in the different types of kryptonite and they, it was it was fun it wasn't profound in any way but it was definitely a fun show to watch did
1: you ever watch yeah. watch i think it's called krypton it was the other one that they made a couple of years ago no i remember hearing about that i, I never heard about it. it was okay, I never it, was okay. Saw it. it was okay but again everybody can fly and is like super powerful and whatever and you're like they try to humanize them but it's like hard it, when everyone was on krypton yeah 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 it was like the, the beginning of the beginning of starting that the story of then krypton going to war and breaking apart and then you get to the superman thing.
2: okay but flaw
1: <laughs> okay let's all right, because
2: kryptonians are not all powerful on krypton because they don't have a yellow sun so if they are on krypton with all those powers flaw yeah
0: they never really showed that except in uh man of steel the, them on krypton they didn't seem to have these powers they were normal
2: they should They're, not have any. they have they any scientists.
0: power there.
1: They did have right. power. Yeah, there were scientists, but they did have powers and stuff.
2: They shouldn't. Don't they don't they they have could, a yellow I don't think they sun.
1: Could fly and shoot lasers out of their eyes or anything, but they were like strong and what? It, like they weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Because the yeah. reason that Krypt- kryptonite works on Superman is because is because it turns him back into basically right. human. And he's not used to being human. He's used to being strong. So it seems like he's extra weak. Or, or Krypton's weak. version really, of human. down to our level. Right.
0: Krypton's version of human. So therefore it makes him. Yeah. Well, I, I guess but, it would be the same thing, but I guess would
2: just be the Kryptonian. Same they should not have any powers on Krypton. That's the point. Only the yellow sun gives them their powers. Yeah. Okay. Well, I might have to go. I, it's interesting. Uh, maybe show. that's why
0: the show failed maybe it yeah. just didn't didn't hold up and i don't know i'm not the biggest superman fan but as we've already established um so <laughs> i mean so same James, but at
2: least i know the origin story
0: <laughs> James what tell me about let's go back to what you were saying about your your comedy so i want to know a little bit about you we are kind of finding out what you geek out about but what about you in regards to this uh i know you have a podcast that you do or you did or or yeah, in the do. process of and then comedy tell us a little bit about that
1: So I have, I have my main podcast, which is at 258 episodes. We knew it for a long time. We do one every week uh, called the queen comedy podcast, where we talk about comedy. We interview comedians. We interview people in the comedy business. And we mainly from the point of view of queen comedy, because it's a comedy that's not really talked about as much, but is very, actually very popular, especially for corporate events or private gigs. Or uh, dry bar comedy, which is huge right now. That's like everywhere. Um, But queen comedy is is like a niche comedy that people say, oh, well, queen comedians aren't as good because X, Y, Z. And we want to expel that and say, that's not true just because we don't use language or whatever. I mean, look
2: at Brian
1: Regan. Right, exactly right. Brian, Brian Regan's the one I always bring up. Is like that guy's amazing. He does all of those things without any of that, and he's a, and it's he's very smart. It's one of those things. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I don't poo poo on anybody for any kind of comedy right I love George Carlin I like Louis CK minus Eh. the the stuff his comedy (laughs) his comedy his comedy stuff his comedy
2: Um, is good you can't contest that he's just a terrible
1: person person. yes I 100% (laughs) agree with here here's a perfect example so
0: with our show, it's the same thing. I would say just just going off right now, I have a to holding back on certain words. And that's a good thing. It's, I have
2: to stop it, myself because, you we, know, I, I literally curse more than I speak. <laughs> you
0: know, and I get that. And and to be honest, I'm not exactly the model citizen when it comes out either. But like in this show and my prior PGRC. podcast, Retro Game Night, it was a very like – it was an interesting audience to gain it was a lot of not just young ones but it was those that appreciated that I could play like you said James I could play this anywhere and it's not going to be an issue whether there's just something blurted out or like oh that might be kind of not suitable for work situation or whatever um and it's helped very much to be different whether it be Retro Game Night podcast I was in or here making a geek um so I appreciate that I I can see where you're coming from on that James
1: yeah and so but there's also a stigma of like clean comedians, they're not funny because they have to talk about church stuff or they have to do this or that, or they can't, they're not funny because they're not using these words or whatever. And like, okay, well, that's I want to break that stigma because that happens a lot. Or when people ask what type of comedy I do, and I tell them clean comedy, they're like, oh, they're probably not that funny. It's like, okay, you. Whatever you've heard, I don't know what kind of comedy you're listening to, but...
2: But I mean, it, again, Brian Regan is the perfect example because he is one of the funniest men I have ever heard in my life and he never cursed once. Right, and one of the yeah. greatest comedians... never mentioned anything about sex or, or bathroom etiquette right. or <laughs> yeah. any of that.
1: <laughs> well, and one of the one of the greatest comedians of all time, right? Who everyone says is the greatest uh is Jerry Seinfeld. And he also is clean. Yeah. And he's yeah. fantastic. Now, yeah. whether you like whether you like his stuff or not, right? But he, I mean, he is Actually, his jokes are probably the most well crafted and perfectly crafted jokes. They're well
2: crafted, but I have to say, I love Seinfeld the show. It's one of my favorite shows of all time. I can right. live without his comedy.
1: Oh, I yeah, see. I'll, I see him every year. I see. I him don't every hate year. the guy. I really
0: don't. But I'll be honest, I don't find him funny. It's weird. I and I think both of you already kind of get the type of comedy I find funny. Uh, I don't know what it is about Jerry Seinfeld. And I know he's had a huge impact. Um, on he's pop culture. funny. He's he can just be not... funny in his own way. I just I guess it, I I don't it's... laugh as hard.
2: It goes. It's very. It's very simple. Seinfeld works because George Costanza, Elaine, Kramer, Uncle Leo. Seinfeld.
0: (laughs) At least he's on there.
2: Yeah. Just a little bit down here. So, so James.
0: So, so you you going into clean comedy? You doing your podcast? uh, What I have to ask: What gets you into comedy? What I know it's a very cliche question, but. Tell us from just your point of view, your world of James, what makes you want to get into comedy?
1: I, I was a small kid. I got picked on a lot. I used humor to defend myself since physically fighting back. is obviously not wasn't in my in my wheelhouse at the time. Um, at and the then,
2: time.
1: Yeah, no, I, I am now much larger <laughs> and I did MMA for a while. And so I, I can definitely defend myself now. But uh, <laughs> back then it wasn't a possible. But it also made me friends, right? Where maybe fighting back would have made an, an enemy or made somebody angrier at me. Uh, making people laugh, they're less likely to be mean to you afterwards. So, I use that to do those things. And my grandma always told me too, growing up, like if you ever have something bad happen, find the funny in it. If you could find the funny in it, the humor in it, you can turn it around and find it's a silver lining type thing. So, my lady, yeah, yeah she's the wisest woman, great greatest woman ever, uh, besides my wife. But um, uh, I did that, and all kind of all through my life, I've been that silly, funny guy. And that was my way to make friends with people like I, and I had to move a lot i just had kind of a weird life um but especially when i went into the navy i was the funny guy with, within my group and made people laugh and came up with weird stuff like um we decided one time i don't know how this happened on our ship somehow we started watching wrestling so then we decided we wanted to all wrestle so we bought one of those fake wwe belts right and then whoever had the belt could be attacked at any time (laughs) you have to fight for the belt. And this is like an idea we came up with. Now these are 18 to 21 year old boys that have nothing better to do than wrestle and beat each other up, but it would spill out. Like we literally, it spilled out into a mall one time, a park, like just anywhere. And the, I always found the funny because I would then take on whatever weird wrestling character I wanted to take on at the time and be wild and stuff. And it just gave a reason to do it. And then I believe Jackass was also popular around the same time. So we would do stupid stuff like that. And it just is one of those ways where anytime somebody had something bad happen, I'd find a way to like, let's find the humor and make something fun out of this and make everyone laugh. And the older I got, um, I was always that person, even in, at work or whatever I was doing. And one day in my thirties, uh, my wife was like, you're getting older. Like, what things have you not done in your life that you want to do? I was like, I've always wanted to try stand-up. She's like, okay. So she signed me up for a stand-up class. I took the class and I learned joke structure. I learned like how to, to get on stage and whatever, but I didn't really like their the process and I didn't like the the way it was being taught to me. So I didn't really enjoy it. But I took those and I just started studying more and more and more stuff and writing my own jokes and then just getting more stage time and doing more things and being on bigger shows and then eventually getting paid for stuff and then meeting people. And it just kind of grew from there. And my pod, my co-host who now just had a baby, so he's not on the queen comedy podcast right now. Um, he and I just became friends and literally we're just like, let's, let's just ask as many comedians as we possibly can their advice So that we can get better faster. So it was like, I'm going to, what's the cheat codes? How can I get the cheat codes for, for comedy? (laughs) And that's, that's how it came about. And so I've been doing it ever since I've been paid a bunch of times to not only perform, but to write Uh, my first, the first money I ever made in comedy was writing for another big time comedian. They hired me via, I used to have Twitter. I don't have any social media anymore, but I used to have Twitter and I would write jokes and write funny stuff on there. And uh, they reached out to me and said, "Hey, would you be willing to write some jokes for me?" And I was, "Well, I'll pay you x amount of money." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, no problem." Why so not? I did that for about a year. I wrote jokes for them, and I would send them jokes every single week, and they would pay me, and it was awesome. And then they had a TV show that was coming out, and I was like, "Great, I'm gonna get a spot." And then the TV show went away, and so I was, did not get my spot. So I was a little upset about that. But other than that, I mean, I've had ups and downs, and things happen, and well, it's just roll with the punches but that's what comedy is you have to roll with the punches
2: yeah absolutely with the punch lines
1: with the punch lines Ooh, i like that
2: um (laughs) i want to flip this a little bit because i am dying to know this past saturday i had made plans to go to universal studios grinchmas with my best friend and my best friend's brother who's also my best friend it was his birthday so i did that but i missed something (laughs) that i would have liked to really go to as well you guys went to la comic-con so I really want to hear about that. Well, Tell me James,
0: everything. I'll let you. I'll let you take the floor on this one because uh, I've been to many, many cons in my life, and uh, I want to hear for a little bit from your point of view of your experience with LA Comic Con.
2: Yes, please.
1: Yeah, so it, wa- it was my first Comic-Con ever. I've never been to Comic-Con before. I've only read it via Wizard Magazine or stuff on the internet and stuff like that. Do you guys remember Wizard Magazine? Anybody remember?
0: That? Man, I remember Wizard Magazine. As soon as you said that, that took me back.
1: <laughs>
2: I
0: That's
1: how old I, remember, I am, okay. I don't. You, okay. were, no, you it, were busy being like born, 12. Avatar. I'm 12.
2: <laughs> well, it I was, don't remember anything.
1: It was the <laughs> original Nerd Magazine because it covered comic books. And they would do things like, if we could make X-Men movie, who would we have played? Yeah, I remember the Dreamcasting. I remember yeah, the dream Oh my god. Was
0: Why
2: was I not privy to this? This yeah. sounds awesome. Wizard,
1: it was a fun Wizard magazine. I, I do also have to anymore. mention
2: really fast, just because you mentioned wizards, is I never realized it before, but it's amazing how much the Doctor Strange uh Background behind you actually it looks like the Harry Potter owlery. Oh yeah, it does. I, did not <laughs> I was like, "This should be owls there."
1: Yeah.
0: Avatars ADD, ladies and gentlemen. That's okay. Back uh, to you,
1: James. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So it was it was my first Comic Con. I'd never been uh, to any. So uh, damien invited me to come. I went, and uh, it was great. There was it was Nerdtopia. Um, people dressed up as a bunch of stuff. I saw more male nipples than I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> <Sounds about laughs> right. <of> the nipples <laughs> and, oh, I was, <laughs> and I was in the navy and we had communal showers and still more nipples right It was.
2: did you see any male slave layers because I saw that a couple times and no
1: I there were, the were none this year that I saw I didn't see <sighs> any of those I saw a lot of like I saw a couple of I see I saw a male female Deadpool that makes oh yeah it.
0: remember that uh,
1: <laughs> I saw what else I see I saw like a uh, male, female, like a uh, Harley Quinn, okay. uh, st- st- stuff like that. And I was like, okay, cool. But I saw a lot of guys with their shirts off that I would be embarrassed if that was my body and I took my shirt off. Good for them. But uh, <laughs> for me, that would, I would, I'm like, no, I'm not taking my shirt off for anything. Although <laughs> I, 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 I will have to say that I did see probably the best Hawkman costume I've ever seen in my life. Really? Oh,
2: I
0: remember that.
1: Yeah. It was, gr- it was great. He did a great job. It was amazing.
2: That's but again- not a reference you hear a lot either. Right.
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was bad. the only one I saw, by the way. So I didn't see another one, but good for him. Um, it was really cool. We saw some of the great... I mean, that's the... For me, the costumes that were people had on were amazing. Yeah. Um, There was a lot... Like, every kind of fandom was represented there. Like, I didn't feel like anybody was left out and nobody was judged for what they liked. And it was great. And then we went to um, a panel where my childhood came alive again because uh, Jason David Frank came to the panel and he, for everyone who doesn't know, the Green OG Ranger and R- the White Ranger. Yeah, yeah. Green yeah. Ranger. yeah. And then became the White Ranger. Tommy. Tommy. Everybody loved Tommy back in the day. I
2: remember Tommy.
1: Yeah, he was he was the man. Every, every kid I knew, when you played Power Rangers, wanted to be the green ranger every single time yep.
2: because he was so cool he and he cool. was the least racist
1: the the least racist okay, i don't even know I gotta, if i caught any racism i, I, I need to <laughs> back wait then. i need to well i gotta figure this out okay Not go ahead
2: from them based on their outfits the yellow ranger was an oh Asian. yeah that was a thing i didn't even the think black about ranger that was a black guy it was it was yeah it was stereotyped a lot right. the red on, the I red ranger was Bahrain. hispanic
0: i just realized no, that the wow, red that's ranger really weird.
2: was native american that's weird. Oh, he's native he
0: american was... oh wow yeah,
2: weird i never, was, I never even, there even realized ranger, that. that was a girl that looked a little like me
1: yeah like a little girly and whatever yeah, yeah. wow
0: Kimberly i I never Kimberly. even Kimberly. Saw it under that i think it was yeah. also yeah. i think we live in a world now where we're just very um Racial, so there's the a lot of w- racial awareness. I mean, yeah. you know, so therefore we see those things now, whereas back then we just didn't even think of it back then. Even though yeah. racism's always been around, but it's just interesting that that. Yeah,
1: you I, you I've that. never thought about that. That's awesome. Wow, it's, it's,
2: it's yeah. It's- yeah no
1: that uh, thank you for bringing that up i never never seriously it never occurred to me because i guess i just watched like oh they're all cool right although i always liked the black ranger the best anyways i thought it was yeah, like the same. best one so i was like all right it's, um, and it says i wanted a to like billy too. because i liked it to-
0: i was just gonna say it says yeah. something as a kid too seen all that and we never even we didn't even think of those things just the way that children are they're not you know built by nature well, racist children
2: don't see color it's their parents they don't that see color
0: right they teach and still that the in writers them. writers
2: definitely were a little like maybe switch it up and don't make it seem like yeah you're stereotyping people i mean
0: the way it even sounds I almost fear that it was intentional that's just horrible <laughs> it gets no, no, a lot it was intentional that's really strange
2: to me that that
1: that
0: could be yeah anyway james as you were saying
2: (laughs) anyway comic con
1: uh uh, yeah comic con but it was every part of it was amazing and they're like that huge main stage with with uh people on there so they had the the cast of like arrow was there when we walked by i saw is arrow still going apparently it is i i think so i i i didn't know it was and then uh, as as i was leaving because i had to go to another event uh, Zachary Levi, Shazam, <gasps> was taking the stage and it was awesome. I know, right?
2: Love I, of my life, Zachary Levi. He's the man. But now. because of Chuck.
1: Oh, because of Chuck. What oh, about Marvel- Marvelous Miss Maisel? Do you watch? Do you watch that?
2: Absolutely phenomenal. But I I watched Chuck as it came out, and oh, I think the nerdiest love of my life is is Zachary Levi. He's and the- he's he's just
1: he. That's that is a guy, right? Like shazam is perfect for him because it's like a superman character but it's a human version of superman right and he's so silly yeah he's just silly and nutty and just just fun just like a fun again the
0: humanizing aspect is very appealing (laughs) yeah he was
2: playing a buff version of himself With right, power. and then
0: he's aware that he's that buff. He's like, I got muscles. <laughs>
2: he was hot in that role. I mean,
1: no, that. yeah, no, he's definitely. I mean, he's definitely, not, and he was just seems like a fun. He seems like the Ryan Reynolds of the of the DC universe. He like, kinda the, is. Yeah. He's
2: nerdy Ryan Reynolds. Right. And honestly, just as hot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I'll, I'm. I'm with you 100 percent on that. That's. Mm-hmm. He's just an awesome guy. So. Cause he's
2: Jewish?
1: Is that what it <laughs> is? <laughs> What's Ryan Reynolds' excuse? He's Canadian. Is that where we're going off of?
2: He's Canadian. We got we got a Canadian, sweet, wonderful, very hot man, and we got a minch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was fun. I I enjoyed Comic Con. Awesome. It was. I mean, yeah, I. It was a great experience because I've been to like different conventions and stuff, but nothing nothing like that. And it was really cool. The only complaint that I have about Comic Con. Or at least that Comic Con was. Everything was the all the prices were severely inflated for everything. That's it.
2: That's that every Comic Con. Did like Disneyland?
1: Yeah, no, I, I have kids. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, have just, I know. I just felt like. Like, hey guys, do a little sir- <laughs> fan service here. Like, let's not charge three hundred dollars for a comic book I could find online. You know, for two hundred dollars. You know, yeah, just- it's
0: almost like they they have this advantage of a convenience and so they got you and it's there. It's sitting there. You can have it right now. But I I personally <laughs> I've always had a fun fun game of haggling there and I always oh, really? do every time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah can I can just
2: never at the cons. I, I, I didn't buy anything.
0: Arguing. I didn't buy anything this time. I mean, I'm I'm downsizing. I'm actually moving out from where I'm at and moving. With my oh. girlfriend and and i just i have like i have to think of i can't buy anything and then so it's just i didn't do that you this time around but i almost always before you add to it yeah i almost always will buy something but this time was no i really am not going to it's a conscious decision i'm not going to take anything home
2: <laughs> yeah but do i understand okay that with
0: that <laughs> i think she was all right with that yeah i
1: i think i but you did go to something you did Get something right? Am I right? wrong? Well, um, that
2: was an experience, right? Not th- another. Th- I think it was
1: a signing thing. too, right? Or something? No. Oh,
0: so <laughs> yeah, so my girlfriend decides to surprise me with. I guess it was just something I had mentioned before that, um, you know, being a mild, very, very mild uh, Batman fan. Uh, no, um <laughs> I, I have always had a fascination, of course, with Kevin Conroy. I mean, it's just always been a thing, and I know I have mutual friends that know him that are part of the cons, and I've. I've always thought, oh, I'll, I'll get around to meeting him someday. It was, you know, no, no rush to it. It was like, he'll be there. And, like, I always admired him from afar. I'm like, oh, there's Kevin Conroy. Yeah, it's okay. He has thousands of people around him. But my girlfriend surprises me with a photo op and meeting all of a sudden. And I, you don't just wake up in the morning thinking, like, oh, I'm going to go to the con and just, I think I'm just going to just not, you know, meet anyone famous. No, wait, you are. You're going to meet Kevin Conroy. Like, what? <laughs> as soon as she dropped that on me it was a really great surprise and yeah that was a lot of fun him and, and john glover it was very quick it wasn't a very big meeting it was just they had so many people of course to get to but it was just a, such an honor to meet them and you know have a photo taken and everything so it was it was really cool
1: yeah
0: that was he the was only buying, thing I took he was buying <laughs> her a shirt
1: he was buying her a shirt meanwhile she was on her phone like setting this up, like getting the yeah. thing and like being like, shh, shh, don't say anything. That's
2: right. Emily. She's yeah. so sweet. Yeah, that is awesome. definitely
0: her style. So it was, it was fun because I hadn't gone with, um, with her before and she had never been. And so same with James. And it was a nice, it's fun. It's like, it's kind of taking someone to something, I guess I, I, it could be anything you love so much, but to take someone for the very first time, I guess maybe James with you, with children would understand what it's like to take your kids for their first time to Disneyland when you've grown up going, it's a, you get to live through their vicar- them vicariously for a bit, and I kind of got that with you and Emily, my yeah. my girlfriend, and how that was like you know cool to take you guys and see your faces at everything I've seen a thousand times over.
2: Yeah, had no. Emily never been either?
0: She had never been either before to either cons or or anything like that, and so it was it, I could see almost in her face. I don't know about you, James, but there was a sense of like maybe a slight overwhelmingness it was just like so much you just and i it's just kind t- of a
2: lot of sensory things happening it's sen-
0: I, I, and i said yeah, that to her I was like sensory good. overload get ready but it's yeah. it's a good precursor because it is nothing compared to what san diego comic con is nothing oh, right. that is i've gone to so many cons and i still feel that to this day when i go there it's just like oh I a deep that- breath
1: <laughs> usually july when,
2: when is it's the it's usually season? yeah it's
0: usually july. in the summertime yeah so that should is be that around.
2: happening this year.
0: It it is. If this one happened, <laughs> that tells me the most likely San Diego will happen. But we're, ha- you know. we're going right. But then we have the variant. You know. Yeah. Oh, we're going to go either way. We'll go in full <laughs> hazmat suit. <laughs> I
2: mean, that'll be a great costume.
0: Yeah, that would be a great costume. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I had fun, and I'm glad that you went, James. And I, I really, um, I think when we had our initial conversations about you joining in on the on the podcast and being a new co-host i think that we had these discussions of what was geeky what was nerdy and then the opportunity to take you to comic-con was probably the best way to kind of i I mean you already know it but break you in i guess to what we do and on the show so that was that was a really cool treat to have you there
1: yeah and i actually realized that like wrestling was a big part of that oh, yeah. either so like That's costly. I, yeah so I knew but I knew people there that were involved in the wrestling business too so it was like I saw friends and I was like oh hey I, I yeah knew you knew it, people I knew there I did, I did actually do I was like what is happening and people like hey you know this is this is crazy so this- it's it's good when your stuff crosses over like especially like one of my friends is a comedian but also likes wrestling and that stuff and you happen to be doing I think a panel there so you had to work on stuff and another person I knew was promoting for New Japan Pro Wrestling which was cool and I was like all right well this is this is amazing like there's everything that I love in this in this area now it was it was century overload. it was more like where do I start like you ever know that thing like if you go to a buffet and you're like, where, where do I start? Like, what thing do I start with? Because I yeah. want to eat that, but I also want to eat that. And I also want to eat that. And it's like, yeah, it was that. I can guy.
0: relate to that feeling. I know how you feel, yeah. but that, it was with a good food start.
2: Specifically,
1: cause, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a good start. And I, um, I'm I'm really happy you're on the show with us, Uh, Avatar. What do you What do you think of James? Does he Does he qualify for our show? What What is your take of him?
2: Uh, More than me.
0: (laughs) She want me to be honest. He's completely right about that. Um,
2: Look at this guy though. And
0: and Tuco, her dog, is on the video call now. I
2: am a little upset. Well, he threw up this morning, so I'm trying to give him extra love.
0: Oh yeah,
1: you got. You have to. Poor
2: Poor Tuco.
0: Well, we're really, really happy you're on the show with us, James. I think that we're going to have an awesome year Same. coming up next year, 2022. Yeah. Um, it's going to be great. And now, Wait, before
2: um, you end this, because I know you're on yeah. track to end this right now. I, I <laughs> you thought you of know me by now where I transitioned. <laughs> for San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah. Before we end, okay. San Diego Comic-Con, since you mentioned hazmat suits, I thought of a great costume. Now stay with me because it gets good. Have you seen Monsters, Inc.? yes
1: oh
0: my god those suits. those hazmat suits <laughs>
2: and we all have to have socks
0: oh that'd be
1: great i like it yeah? everybody would me? know everybody would know what it is too i love it
2: who's with me no
1: i mean i am in. i like that
2: yes okay don't we have to have
1: extra arms though don't they have four arms
2: um, that's easy. To, you just add
1: we'll, arms. We'll okay. glue some sticks and, to our sides. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just turn around and they'll
2: kind of flop.
1: Don't touch all our arms. Huh? <laughs> I don't know. I saw, we saw the most amazing Dr. Octopus costume. People that
2: actually it? had the animatronics, right? Where They had like, like the things moving, and it was like, yeah, mo- and it was beautiful. like oh my gosh.
1: And then actually the most beautiful Mysterio. Like, hit, <gasps> I don't know, hit the globe portion of his head. Amazing. But, I know like, was it was
2: 3D cloud? printed. No, it was, it was
0: like. Printed, it was, it awesome. was 3D printed, but it was awesome.
1: 3D printed, but like you could tell there was like. I don't know. It just anytime you moved, it just had this weird look. It was really like cool. a shimmer. Yeah.
2: Cool. It was super
1: cool, but it had like it wasn't.
2: You take pictures for me. I
0: don't know see There was yeah, so much. There there was was much, much. Yeah. yeah. Right. It went so quickly too, and some of these the, the awesome cosplays you would see at the distance, they'd be like, "Oh, I, I'm not gonna walk over there." Says <laughs> <laughs> you've been before. But yeah. Yeah. That's true. Anyway, so th- this is gonna be fun. I can't wait for the next year. Um. I don't, I don't know if there is any sort of well, – we do have a lineup, which I haven't told you guys, but there will be a lineup of some guests coming up, which will be fun. Good, good to I, know. I like to leave you guys in the dark <laughs> until the last minute.
2: So we can't prepare anything as usual. How, yeah. Do you know how many times, James, I've not been able to prepare questions because I find <laughs> out like two days in advance. I'm like, well, I – all right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'll so try to do better. Yes, That's my New Year's resolution. Good, I
1: want to ask good questions.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, we'll prepare better for this time for sure. Um, so, yeah. Year's we... resolution? The New Year's resolution is to keep you more uh, in, uh, in the light. Not the I appreciate that. <laughs>
2: Mine is to stay in the light.
0: <laughs> stay in the light and never see a movie like Eternals again. Anyway. Uh, what
2: what, uh, what was that movie that you mentioned? What yeah, I don't
0: know? know. It was just some, some other movie. I I've never heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard of that. it. Or.
2: Uh, anything it sounds awful. James
0: I know you're not a, uh, a social media guy but um, I guess I'll collectively say for all of us if anyone wants to find us just find us on making a and you'll find um, our social media stuff there our videos our audio um, we really appreciate all the hits that we've gotten on this show I, I never really give props to them, our listeners yeah. probably should but um, do thank you to the fans that have been um watching us and uh listening to us and we definitely can't wait for the next year to be at a con and meet some of you and um we really look forward to that so <laughs> anyway so james thanks a lot for being on the show avital thanks, thanks for bringing your dog on the show and dancing <laughs> with your dog on the camera
2: he he's trying to get us more subscribers
0: he <laughs> he is he is super geek he's a super he is geek is dog a
2: super geek. Crypt-
1: crypto the super dog ha.
0: All right, guys. I'm gonna wrap up, but remember, what's my th- what? What do I say, Avatar, every time I close out?
2: Uh, keep calm and geek out.
0: And geek out. Good night, everybody.